Hello and welcome to my ADHD moment live with Julie Posey. It's not scripted, it's ADHD. Each episode is about what can happen with a little dopamine deprivation, some intense stress, and general lack of focus that comes free inside with ADHD. Here's your host, Julie Posey. Hi, I'd like to welcome you to my ADHD moment live. I am so glad you're here. I'm Julie Posey and this is season two, episode three. By now, most people, especially those people with ADHD, are familiar with the many symptoms of adult ADHD. I'm going to talk about 10 of these symptoms and how they've presented in my life. Starting with number one, we have disorganization. I have always had an organization problem. I can organize quite well, but it's a huge task to keep everything organized in the long term. Most people can walk into a room and clean and organize it without much trouble. It isn't that simple for me. First I walk in, then I panic, and then I become overwhelmed, and I have no idea where to even begin. At that point, I have to step back and break everything down into smaller steps. Then I create a list and prioritize each item. Cleaning out the fridge would take a lower priority than doing the dishes and mopping the floor. Well, that's true in most cases, unless there's something smelling foul or starting to grow or learning to walk. In this case, what we have is a cleaning emergency that needs to have someone's full attention right now. Even after writing the list and knowing what has to be done, I have to focus on staying on task and staying in the room until it's clean and finished. That takes a lot of work because it's so tempting to wander around and get off track. Now let's take a look at the next symptom, extremely distractible. It seems that my daily life is fully packed with loads of distractions. That tends to derail my attention span and cause me to focus on all the wrong things. I can be right in the middle of balancing my bank account and I can hear the ding on my phone that notifies me that there's a new email in my inbox. Oh, oh, Hobby Lobby is having a sale. An hour later, I'm back to balancing my bank account, only to realize that I can't afford more crafts right now anyway, unless I want to stop eating or enjoy the luxury of having the lights on. Reading that email was a waste of time. Unsubscribe. Delete. Let's see, what do we have next? Oh yes, number three, difficulty with listening skills. I do have a tendency to zone out during long meetings. This was especially true when I was working, and it happens like when I go to church or some other um, place where there's an event or a meeting. I just can't keep my mind from wandering. I've learned that if I'm taking notes, I'm able to keep from zoning out as much, and I remember more things about the meeting, too. Some people have a problem understanding why I show up with a notebook just about everywhere I go, but I have to if I'm expected to be present in the moment and not off on some faraway road to nowhere. Now, we'll take a look at symptom number four, restlessness and trouble relaxing. Some people I know may describe me as stressed and tense. Sometimes situations pop up that cause me to be stressed and anxious and tense, but some of it is just reacting to an ADHD trigger. 
I have a difficult time watching TV unless it's something I'm really interested in. I cannot handle game shows or soap operas. Well, I don't watch soap operas because I feel like I'm living one, and I could write my own series. If someone starts watching a true crime show, I'll probably perk right up and I won't need to get up and wander around more than once. I may not even need a drink or a bathroom break. There's even some fictional crime shows that I like. For number five, we have difficulty following directions. Don't even bother telling me to go to the stoplight, turn right, then it's on the left in a quarter of a mile. No, just no. Give me an address and I'll use GPS to get the details as I need them. Once I start the car and get my seatbelt on, too much time has passed for me to remember the directions that you just gave me. I need that to be slow and I need it to be step by step. Number six is chronic boredom. I have no shortage of things to do or projects to create, but I still get really bored really easy. The hardest thing for me is sitting in waiting rooms. The TV is usually turned to an all-news channel. The same news plays repeatedly in a loop. I do have to admit that sometimes it takes three or four loops for me to realize I've been hearing the same breaking news or bombshell story for two hours. I lose interest in that very quickly. If I'm going to be in a doctor's office or a hospital for more than about an hour, I like to take a project with me to work on while I wait. As long as it doesn't involve glue, paint, or anything else goopy or smelly, it seems to be generally acceptable at most places. Up next we have number seven, makes careless mistakes. This, my friend, is the one symptom that makes this podcast possible. The activities that I do that don't require much thought are the very ones that I struggle with and I'm likely to do all wrong, backwards, or I find a way to create a problem doing them. A family member was recently considering buying furniture and wanted to do it online. He wanted me to pick out a couple of recliners and place an order for them. Well, I may not be the one to consult about a furniture selection. When we moved from Florida, we sold our home in Florida with all the furniture in it. So when we arrived in Kansas, I decided to order a couple of recliners online. When they arrived at my door, I knew that I had made a big mistake. They looked real nice and they were durable, but they were so small. If a person weighed more than a 100 pounds, sitting in these chairs without having chair arms squishing their hips would be nearly impossible. A 90-pound old lady would do great, so I'm saving them. Well, even though I know I'm more likely to get old than ever weigh 90 pounds, I'm going to keep them just in case. Number eight is our next symptom. Delays starting a task or procrastinates. Oh, let's just talk about that next week. I'm just kidding, just kidding. If a task requires a great deal of brain power, I have a real hard time getting started. Assembling furniture is a good example of a project I'd be likely to want to put off. All those screws and nuts and bolts and washers... They all have a specific place to go, 
and getting them all in the right place is just too tedious for my brain. And here is symptom number nine, racing thoughts. I sure do have a lot of those. It's kind of like how it would be standing in the electronics store where there's about 20 televisions on the back wall. All of them are on different channels and at different volumes. I may hear the very loud one for a few seconds, then the ones on lower volumes for a second or two. I'll hear all the others in the background, but can't really pay attention to any of them because there's just too much activity all at once. My brain just becomes overstimulated and the thoughts race by the dozens at a time. And the same thing happens if I go to concerts or crowded events or high traffic malls or really busy stores. Weekends at Walmart are one of the hardest situations to be in. I'm so busy trying not to run into people that I just can't focus on my list. I'm much better off placing a pickup order or a delivery order. We'll conclude with symptom number 10, hyperactivity. This is often described as excessive motor activity. I'm not nearly as hyper as I was when I was younger, and it looks a little different now than it did when I was 20-something, but it's still there. Something will stimulate my brain, and I'll get all excited, and I'll start talking non-stop. And I can't sit still. I can't sit in my seat. I just want to get up and do something. I might see some new craft idea on Pinterest and really want to make it. It needs to be made right now. I go in circles, gathering all the supplies, and then 15 minutes into the project, I'm so excited about my progress that I can't wait to call my friends. Then I talk about everything under the sun before I realize that I'm just rambling. It's a real struggle to keep the hyper part of me under control at times. Now, of course, these are only 10 of the many symptoms of ADHD and how they affect my life. It's certainly not a complete list by any means. Okay, it's time for me to go. And I want to let you know that I'm going to be taking the next couple of weeks off. I've got a project that I absolutely have to focus on and I absolutely have to get finished. So I'm going to be taking a couple weeks off. But I want to thank you for listening, and I'll see you again next time. You have been listening to My ADHD Moment live with your host, Julie Posey. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please remember to leave a rating or review wherever you get to listen to your podcasts. It really helps.